0: What is truth? Seldom black and white, usually complex. The fifth column goes on the inside in search of it. The iconic photograph of Bloody Sunday is of a priest waving a white handkerchief, head bowed, and running in front of a group of men carrying the body of a young man. They're trying to reach help as gunfire ricochets around them. The priest is Edward Daly, now a retired Bishop of Derry and he was priest in the Bogside from 1962 to 1973. The Bogside and the Craigan estate next door were the focal points in the city for the troubles. Large, poor Catholic families, many of ten or more children, lived in small, substandard housing. Unemployment was high and the prospects for getting a job very limited. As only two people in any one household were allowed to vote, many Catholics found themselves with no voice at all. This produced a cauldron of resentment and anger, which spilled out in violence and the setting up of paramilitary organisations. Through it all, Bishop Daly worked with and among the people and is greatly respected by all communities in the city, not just because of his actions on the day of Bloody Sunday itself, but for his unfailing commitment to peace and reconciliation without violence.
1: I've just read a book at the moment by Peter Taylor. It's a very interesting insight into the Taliban and Al-Qaeda and the feelings of young Islamic men particularly. And I see so many similarities between that situation and the situation that we had here in the 60s where people felt that they were discriminated against, that they were seen as less important or insignificant in the general scheme of things where they felt that they were victims of injustice and human beings when they get that sort of feeling they are generally inclined to react. People who are angry usually everything else goes out the window except the object of their anger, the person or organization or society that is causing them discomfort or poverty or unemployment or making them feel less worthy. All of these things are factors in it.
0: There was certainly bloodshed, rioting and deep anger in these areas, focused on the army and the police who were seen as oppressors. The ground was ripe for recruiting young men and women into paramilitary organisations such as the IRA.
1: I never agreed that the actions of the IRA were morally justified. I could never accept that. But people who were in charge of the IRA, who were directing operations in the IRA, some of them certainly, and one of them in particular whom I know very well, he had in his own mind, satisfied his own conscience, that what he was engaged in, the whole operation that he was directing, was completely justified, morally justified. And that person himself is morally upright in every other aspect of his life. There was one aspect of his life that I felt I couldn't agree with and I didn't agree with was the legitimacy of armed conflict.
0: The turning point came on Sunday, the 30th of January, 1972. A civil rights march wound down the hill from the Craigan to the Bogside and aimed to finish at the Guildhall in the city centre. But in the Bogside, the army had put up barricades that blocked the route, and as people gathered, paratroopers opened fire 27 people were shot 13 died on the day 7 of them were teenagers 5 people were shot in the back as they tried to run away another man died a few months later from his injuries and 2 people were injured when they were run over by army vehicles
1: I ran when the shots began, I took cover and uh, as I was running to cover this little boy fell down beside me he gasped and I thought he was hit by a rubber bullet. I then to cover behind a little old wall, and the firing went on; it was very intense gunfire coming from the paratroopers. And I peeked out and saw this little boy. Well, he's a seventeen-year-old, Jackie Dotty. He was lying on a traffic markings, you know. And I decided to go out to attend him. But the natural instincts of a priest is, if somebody is wounded, to aid him. Somebody is seriously wounded, to administer the last rites to him which I did. Jackie died, he did. Jackie did. I have his photograph in there. I still keep the stole I wore on that day in my study, and the the photograph of Jackie, yes, I I often think about it. But suddenly afterwards, I suppose, one realised that what we just seen was was real, and um, that was murder, that was deliberate. These people had been shot, they were innocent. I think the thing that distressed me most afterwards when the army stated that these people were legitimate targets, that they were carrying arms, they were gunmen and so forth, which is patently untrue.
0: As a Catholic priest, I wondered where he thought Christ was in the middle of all this murder and fear.
1: Christ was there. I mean, uh, Christ is not going to intervene in human affairs. I hope he was there in my person and all those who were attending to the injured. And many did, and many risked their lives to do so. He was present sitting altogether in the hospital, where the injured were brought. On that night, which was a dreadful night, we were going out to tell families that his son had been murdered. I hope we were there. Indeed, uh, I often wonder since how those of us who had to do that work managed to do it there was someone helping us. That night, uh, I was in the parish house here. The place was crammed with people coming, people distressed, people worried. Young people hadn't come. You see, there was about 100 people arrested. No families were notified. So anybody that didn't come home, people were worried about them. And when they contacted the authorities, nobody would say whether they were there or not. So we tried to assemble a list of those who had died or those who were injured at an hospital. There was a priest in the hospital communicating back to us. this woman Mrs McDade and she said Michael my son hasn't come home so we checked the lists and Michael wasn't on the list so we were able to tell her look don't worry he's possibly arrested he's possibly in the barracks he's not in the hospital and uh, don't be worrying But 20 minutes later a phone call from police came in the hospital to say that uh, a man who had been identified I think it's Liam Taylor he was identified as isn't Liam Taylor but he's Michael McDade so we had to go to Mrs McDade's house and tell her that Michael was dead and all those things were very difficult extremely difficult through all of that I hope I I never hated. I don't think I did I certainly was very angry at times angry at the Stupidity of this conflict and the, the unnecessary nature of it and the cruelty of it but there's also the other side of that story and just as there is cruelty there's also forgiveness and just as there is Christ there's also the absence of Christ Christ is always where there is human love which is love that is giving in a world today love is kind of taking but the real love I think is that of giving and there are so many good people in the world and people who are generous and people who are kind and people who are forgiving and people who are humane and you learn from those people and uh, there were a lot of them on the bog side as well.
0: Forgiveness came up many times during our conversation, but is it really possible to forgive those that had inflicted so much on innocent people?
1: Some of the uh, most impressive people I've met, all of them, had one common factor, the ability to forgive which is a huge influence. And I think Christian forgiveness, where one forgives without asking anything in return, is generous and magnanimous about it. It's the greatest of all healing processes. I don't believe in the word closure. I think it's one of these counselor words. And I don't believe everybody gets closure. I deal with people who have lost relatives, lost parents, lost wives, lost parents, brothers, sisters. It's, it's the course of course my everyday work. And uh, they still are grieving, and I, I think, f- like grieving, forgiveness I think is a process. It it covers gradually and over a period of time, and generally one learns to live with the situations. And um, but forgiveness is a very very powerful factor in any kind of healing or resolution.
0: Bishop Daly remains a towering figure in the history of the Troubles in Londonderry. Time and again his name came up in the conversations I had with people about their experiences, Catholic and Protestant. What would he say, I wondered, to the people who are still planting bombs and shooting people, to the dissident IRA?
1: I would just say, look, this was tried in the past, it achieved nothing, except it caused people fear, caused people grief, caused people dreadful injury, caused their economy to be ruined and that is yesterday's thinking and we should look to the future more than to the past and there is a good possible future here for of everyone living here. One must quite clearly say that activity of this kind is absolutely wrong. There's no excuse for it, no reason for it and it is totally unproductive of anything that's good.
0: To hear more of our podcasts and to have your say, visit our website www.thefifthcolumn.co.uk.